Welcome to Awake TV. So today, Sue and I are going to talk about how to access your own neutrality. Enjoy! Hi! Welcome to Awake TV. So today, we are going to be talking about the beauty of the neutrality. So, you know, going to the zero point of field is a magic for us to cancel out what's going on, good or bad. And then when we focusing on the neutrality, these are neutrality, the door to open up the multi-dimensional and the multi four set of possibility. So we're gonna talk about this today. And uh, Sue, what do you think about this? Hi, um, so just so everybody knows, I'm in Florida now. <laughs> That's why everything's changed in my background, but um, Yay. Leaving, leaving for Florida, I had to get to a certain point of neutrality. Um, so I'll start there because we sold our house and we hadn't bought another one yet. And so it was sort of what we would call a leap of faith um, where I didn't know how things were gonna turn out. I didn't even know if we booked a place in the right area, part of Florida where we would be, you know, finding our new home. It was just um, going neutral allows fear to fall away, first of all, um, because we don't have to take a side. So if we're doing something and or we're going for something and we're putting all this fear into what we're trying to do or what we're thinking about doing, it, it's, it's a filter that um, makes the energy of the universe harder to come in and help and assist. So um, neutrality, and, and, you know, there's a popular joke, I'm Switzerland means I'm neutral. Uh, you're not going to get involved in an argument that allows a peace as well, a peaceful feeling. Um, and so I recommend a daily practice, of, you know, especially if something comes up into your field that uh, could be concerning or worrying or uh, we, we have to figure things out, obviously, when something comes up for us, we, we're, we're trying to, but we can't, we don't have to figure it all out right away. And um, we don't even have to know how we feel about something right away. We can just kind of take a sort of, well, we'll just keep stepping forward and wait and see what happens sort of attitude. And you mentioned magic, and this is my belief I'm going to share, but I just think that this is where magic can happen. If we don't put these attachments or assumptions onto things and we can just, so we can just say, let's see what happens. And um, each moment point that I reach, I'm going to make the best possible decision I can make at that moment, not knowing what tomorrow is, not knowing what next week is, but right now, and I'll give you the best example I can. We got here um, to the Airbnb where we're staying and um, we were gonna take the whole weekend off to just relax. And 
I fully intended to do that because after the move from our house, the movers came, it was four hours. It was a lot. And then we had to travel over the next two days with two animals in the cars with us and, and find hotels that would take pets. And oh my gosh, the cat freaked out. So there was a lot of stress. Plus not to even to mention saying goodbye to my family and friends. So that was uh, stressful as well. But um, needless to say, those two days that we planned to do nothing um, were welcomed. And as I said in the hot tub on Sunday, just enjoying my morning of nothing to do, I let all the stress fall off of me. I wasn't thinking I was enjoying the birds, the sunshine, the breeze, the water, the way the water felt. Um, my mind stopped thinking. And what it did was it allowed my guides to come in and say, you need to get on the computer and you need to look at houses like right now. And so I did. And, um, but I did it casually. I was taking also a neutral stance about it where I, I wasn't putting expectation. on. I was just like, I don't know why I'm being called to do this, but I'm just going to do this. And what happened? I found our home. Uh, we found our forever home because we went to see it that day. And um, I didn't expect it. I didn't. I was absolutely blown away that we found it so quickly. It was actually the first house we saw. We saw several houses that day. And um, it was as easy as breathing. I mean, we, we both walked through the front door and we knew this is a really special house. We could feel the energy of it. And as we kept going room to room and then even the garage, the laundry room, the outdoor space, the yard, it just, we just kept going, wow, wow. And so when my mind kicked back in, I go, it can't be this easy. It, it's like buying a wedding dress. You can't pick the first dress. You have to look at 500 dresses, right? Otherwise, you, you're obviously not doing your diligence finding the proper dress. Well, it's funny that I brought that up because my wedding dress was the same. It was the first one I tried on. And, and then I talked myself out of it because you can't pick the first one. And it ended up being that one. <laughs> so it's the same thing with the house. But so my vision of neutrality is um, not taking the side, whether something is good or bad, whether you're doing the right thing or the wrong thing, you're doing what you're called, what your instinct is to do. Stop putting a judgment on it and, and be Switzerland and just say to yourself in this moment point, and, and if the choice in this moment point is to do nothing, that's okay too. Um, because I think that's where the magic can happen is, is, is it's just, we're relaxing. It's, we're not putting energy into feeling one way or another about something. So that's kind of how I see it. What's your take on it? Well, um, when I was studying quantum physics and the matrix energetics, um, you know, we are learned to access the zero point field which is the way the beginning start in the universe, like beginning starts from nothing. So zero point is where, when you access that point, everything will be diminished. And then from there, you'll start accessing to new possibility. So new reality. So neutrality, like, 
one of my teacher, Melissa Joy, was saying a new duality means new to reality. And I was thinking, wow, that that's kind of makes sense. So when we are accessing in the quantum field or our field in the uh, energy field, when you're accessing to it, we are really opening to another dimensions and another path to the reality. Mm -hmm. And that's how, unlike other energy methodology, the, the uh, matrix energetics I study was fastest way to collapse all timelines, collapse all quantum field because you're accessing to zero point field. So, so it's kind of like you have no history when you get there. Yeah, I mean, you know. Like your baggage you, falls off, so to speak. Almost like when you are, let's say, um, you come to me and say, hey, I want to, I, you know, I, my dog died, let's say, right? And you come to me and then, okay, I'm going to access your field of your root cause of the sadness. Doesn't necessarily mean what just happened five days ago, but the uh, access point is the root cause, let's say when something happens three years old. Now when I access to that point and then uh, collapsing with the point of field, then everything gonna like diminished, eradicated. So when any kind of energy meet with zero point of field, it's completely like goes into neutral. So th there's no more charge. So when there's no more charge, that's where everything gonna start to begin. So I heard somebody, I don't know if it was you and Hera when you were talking, because um, I was listening to your video, I thought it was really good about magic. Was it Hera that said something about the alpha and the mega? So it's like zero point is the start of everything and also where everything finishes. So that's kind of like the figure eight thing. Yeah, that's what it's it that, is. It's that middle point. It's like everything keeps coming back around and then it starts anew again. Yeah, because zero point is the beginning and the ending. Mm -hmm. So it's, I'm not a quantum physicist. So the quantum physicists out there don't laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> but when you access the zero point in quantum field, that's where everything starts and everything ends. So when you are aligning yourself or whatever the issues with that energy, then everything will diminish without putting too much effort to it. Yeah, and I guess if we wanted to put it in real terms, um, you know, this is, again, an example I can give, which may be helpful to people. I hope so. Um, when I started, you know, with the difficulties between what we call the white hats and the dark hats, um, such polarity, right? Such mm -hmm. dissension and anger and fear and all those other human emotions that we have around those to uh, associations, when I started taking the broader perspective of it and, and looked at us all, white hats, dark hats, everybody, gray hats, everybody in between, 
as a collective that decided to have an experience and then you had to have it's just like cowboys and indians right or whatever you you know somebody has to be the bad guy and then somebody has to be the good guy mm -hmm. but then in reality in the show as the, if it's any good you realize that the good guys don't always do good and the bad guys don't always do bad there's like all these variations of gray in between then i start to realize that um sorry a, a fruit flyer song <laughs> um so then I start to realize that, um, especially knowing that we interchange roles too, you know, in different, what we call lifetimes, um, sometimes we're the good guy, sometimes the bad guy, sometimes we're all these gray areas in between, then it takes away the, emo you know, I can see the big picture and I can see how it all works and why it works because people are taking on these roles, but ultimately we all come from source. So it's like, I can feel really neutral about it. I don't sit there in anger. I don't sit there in resentment. And um, I also understand that people are playing the role that their soul needed to in this moment point in time to learn, uh, not learn, but gain wisdom for whatever reason, whatever they're getting out of the situation. So it's like, I could judge that that's going to cause me sadness, or that's going to cause me anger, or that's going to cause me fear by putting a judgment on it. So to me, that's kind of what neutrality means. It's like taking the broader perspective and going, you know what, it's all happening exactly the way it's supposed to. And also knowing that at any moment point by just keeping my vibration where um, the highest it can be that I can change that reality as well. So it's not a, we're not set in one reality, we can shift those realities. And that helps me to feel more neutral energetically, I think. Uh, I don't know if I have the concept right or not. But that's my take on it. Um, do, do you have anything you you know, could add to the picture that would help folks um, kind of understand neutrality better? Well, when you access to the zero point field, what's going to happen is um, you are really being neutral. So when you are looking at, let's say, if you want to create a piece of the world or piece of the universe, um, when you are on one side, you are not seeing the whole picture, whichever the side you are, because when you are at neutral point, zero point, you can see whole picture, you can see big picture. So there is no judgment. And also there is no emotions as well, because you're not invested in neither side. So, Hmm. One of the interesting fact is that quantum AI is very close to zero point because that computer is connected to the source. So mm -hmm. can look at everything in neutral point of the manner even though it can be used for the calculation of what is the possibility of this and that. So either a person or AI or 
whoever can look at everything in neutral manner, their perception is much broader and they can access to more multi-dimensional way of looking at things. That means closer to the truth. Mm -hmm. Of course, truth are not only one. There are so many truths. You know, it's not my truth and your truth and, you know, your truth is wrong and mine is right. That is so narcissistic. But truth are all truths. But when you reach to the neutrality, you can start looking at things in more of the source point of view. Yeah, it just occurred to me as you were saying that it almost seems like if you were to attain true zero point reality and uh, neutrality, that it would be like the total integration of ego or absence of. Um, in other words, usually at some point or another um, in every moment of our day, there's a little bit of ego involvement, it seems. At the very least, kind of like, you know, I want to be this temperature, not that temperature, there's always some kind of like, ego concern about like your environment, and is everything just right? Or could it be better? Or, but maybe if we got to the true um, zero point and neutrality, or as close as we can get, it would be the equivalent of acting completely outside of ego, where it's just every moment is okay and I don't need things to be in any certain way to be happy I'm just I am I just I am I'm being and and it all is well sort of yeah. thing yeah because um the uh when you we talk about the ego ego is the uh, creation from the mind so humans and the fourth dimensional beings they have not all of them but Reptarians and the others, they are mind being. So other beings who doesn't have an ego means mind, like higher dimensional beings. It's very difficult to hmm, understand that. They mm -hmm. can by, by sinking into their consciousness into the lower dimensional being so even though never experienced that experience in actual reality of theirs you can still sink into it but like by accessing their point of field even those ego and the mind oriented creatures can go back to the source point means source doesn't have mind yeah it's the heart-centered place heart-centered consciousness it's it seems very similar to meditation to me you know when you know and i'm not talking about uh the kind of meditation where you're in a yogi pose and you do your alms and all of that um or even a guided meditation i mean just like any moment of meditation where even for a moment you just totally let your mind go and you're just sort of in observation versus thinking um, or just total allowing of whatever comes in to um, to touch your energy field or you don't allow anything to come in. I mean, maybe uh, some people can meditate and they can have noise all around them and not hear it because they're so 
inner focused um, and not letting the mind run its run its games on us. Um, so it feels like meditation to me, whatever your definition of that is. So once you refocus on zero point of field means neutrality, we are not having any emotional charge into it. So yeah, once yeah. we are not putting any kind of emotional charge, that means we are opening up our timelines, multi-directions. We can choose any unlimited amount of timelines instead of five. When we are emotionally charged, good or bad, the limitation of which timelines we can shift or go to is very limited. Mm. So I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So it's a good idea to, you know, I'm still studying, you know, yeah. how to be neutral, you know. Me too. I think the best, best one, even though I'm not close to that figure, best one to learn how to be neutral is Buddha. Because I, I, I'm not in Buddha's soul group. So I once meditated and asked a question about neutrality because Buddha is good about that. You know, so mm -hmm. that is uh, some great ascended master. Uh, we can gain knowledge from it. Or even uh, for me, uh, I, I haven't encountered Buddhist energy to my conscious awareness, but um, very close to the Christ consciousness. And you're speaking of that, and I'm thinking of christ on the cross going um forgive them for they don't know what they do and i mean i don't know of any example that could be any more neutral than that i mean here they pegged him up on on a cross with you know through his hands and his feet and um you know tortured him before that and he's standing up there saying to the father you know to the all don't hold it against them. They don't know what they're doing. We can imagine the pain that he was in and, and the suffering all around him and all of that. But uh, it's a pretty it's a pretty incredible example. Um, uh, the great masters, what they learned and how they could overcome even what was happening to their physical bodies. Um, it's it's really something I strive, you know, to understand, because I think if we can learn from the ascended masters, then um, that just propels us forward in our ascension journey. Yeah, I mean, people, some of them are already uh, attracted to ascended master. I'm not. <laughs> You're I'm, not. I'm not. I, I, I rather want to study from galactics. Got you. Yeah, galactic groups because ascended masters are humans. You know, I'm not. I'm not like being narcissistic or anything. But if I want to learn from somebody, I want to learn from non-humans. The only problem with the, some of the galactic societies is they are like devoid of emotion, and I don't think that's helpful to humans. Um, I had a session with a woman who spent four hundred years. Um, on a planet that 
she couldn't name, but um, just to learn emotion so that she could come to earth. Yeah, that's um, So that, that's why I do tend to like um, teaching and working with um, the Ascended Masters because they were human and um, I deal with humans. So <laughs> for me, it's just a little easier to uh, to work with that with those lessons and impart that with the people that I work with but um, I understand I mean we're attracted to what we're attracted to and uh, I know you're very very connected to your galactic heritage and that's kind of cool yeah I mean it's it's easier for me to you know go into the hard field and then you know skip all that mind and everything like you know, all that kind of thing, and then go to the source of heart field and the heart consciousness, which is what, you know, a lot of higher frequency galactic beings and angels are good at. And that's what I personally resonated with, because, you know, so, but I know a lot of people are into ascended masters and they can learn so many things from it so it does make sense also zen i don't particularly study zen but neutrality is zen too like mm -hmm. is, so. yeah that's my understanding yes yeah and it's used it's used so frequently in a in a glib sort of way that i don't think people really understand what it is but I think that, you know, when you say just the words, then it has a vibration about it that um, that's attractive to people. They, they want that. Uh, they want that whatever it is. Um, and I think it's worth looking into because um, Zen, in my opinion, is really anything that gets you to a place of serenity. And yeah. um, whether it's your whether it's your environment or it's your music or it's the people you associate with or the kind of work that you do. Um, and, you know, that's kind of what we're talking about, which is neutrality. Um, I think that's what peace is, is when we're not taking sides, we're not fighting some kind of um, duality. Um, we can see the uh, God spark or the spark of all in everything, even if it seems to be a horrendous situation, you know, I, I under, I've come to understand that horrendous situations happen because we will it to, um, not that we consciously ask for something really bad to happen, but on some level, our soul signed up for it and it's truly getting something out of it. Um, so, I mean, to be at peace with all of that is, seems like a big leap seems like maybe it's too much to ask uh and i know some people would say right to my face you're full of crap i mean nobody can do that but i think they i think we can and um like you said earlier if we take the wider view and um understand that we are all of free will and that uh even though the guy next to you is doing something with his free will that you don't agree with um there's soul agreement with the people involved. I mean, so if I'm not involved, I don't even have to have an opinion about it. I can just step aside and, you know, um, honor the fact that they're, they're acting out whatever it is they planned uh, before they came here. And, you know, as long as it's not affecting me, 
um, or people I love or, you know, if there's not something I can do about it. In other words, you know, obviously I'm not going to watch somebody kick a dog. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying watching people's drama play out in front of you and knowing that it really isn't your business to interfere. Um, if we can get to a neutral space, uh, that zero point, and just honor the fact that they're playing something out that their soul signed up for, then we don't have to be upset about it. Then we can have peace. Then we can be Zen um, because we're not getting involved and we're not uh, judging it and we're not trying to change their life path. We're just saying, yeah, I see it. I know there's a reason for it. Um, so ultimately, I guess my only purpose here today is to try and help people um, find some peace in their lives when things are chaotic. And it seems like in the outside world, things are chaotic, um, maybe in your own world. Um, but if you can get to that place that uh, or try or work on it, you know, make it a daily practice, make it like a prayer or a meditation, just go to that neutral space that resides in all of us, our heart space, um, then I think we're going to progress a lot quicker. We're going to get to that 5D. We're going to overcome the separation pains, you know, the pains of seeing duality and separation and start realizing unity consciousness. Yeah. And meditation is one of the great methods to find your inner peace and inner Zen. Well, I've enjoyed our discussion. Right. Um, any, any last words? Just meditate. Yeah. You know, that's a good way for us to access the zero point field or peace or Zen kind of feeling. Yeah. All right, cool. Cool. So next week, Sue and I are going to bring a more interesting topic. Thank you so much for watching. Please share, like, subscribe. And we see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Sue and I are going to bring more interesting episodes next week. Bye!